Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. A good morning, mi amigos. Well, for regular listeners, you can see that we are picking up steam. Yesterday's morning program with uh, Jim Livingston, a storm chaser and photographer out of uh, Amarillo, Texas, was most fascinating. Uh, a lot of the comments were quite positive, and uh, I'm glad everybody enjoyed that. Quite an inspirational program. Tomorrow morning, we're going to wrap up our week of road trip inspiring tune inspiring uh, programs with a visit from Jody High of High's Roadside. Now, I'm an ardent follower of their Facebook page, and it seems like it's an endless stream of posts about fascinating, obscure, and historic sites. I think just another program you're not going to want to miss. Speaking of road trip inspiration, let me say thank you to Joe, Woody, and the boys of the road crew for our theme song. If you need a theme song for your epic road trip odyssey or just some road trip inspiration, take a listen to their tunes at roadcrew66.com. This morning, uh, we had a little bit of a uh, change there. Our uh, scheduled guests, we'd put it off to the last minute. They are still sick. So what we're going to have to do is just me beating my gums. But We're going to be talking about great places, small town America, and... Uh, and how can we talk about road trips without mentioning Route Trip USA? Based in the UK, this innovative company has taken a hard hit these past few years, but Stephen and his team have persevered. They are a premier tour company for those in search of a memorable, trouble-free, fun-filled road trip holiday in the United States or Canada. And we're quite honored to have them as a sponsor of Jim Hinckley's America. If you're giving thought to celebrating the end of the apocalypse with a road trip, these fine folks get the Jim Hinckley's America seal of approval. Now, let's talk a bit about very special small towns, almost magical places where the line between past and present is blurred. You know the kind of places I'm talking about. These are those little towns that exude a sense of community, of pride in their history, and where even strangers are greeted like old friends. As an example, one of my favorites, Cuba, Missouri. Route 66 enthusiasts know the town because of the uh, Wagon Wheel Motel. Connie Eccles, her sister Reva, Charlie, and a few friends of theirs have transformed this 1930s motel into a destination. It is a living time capsule. But there's more, much more here. It's the very essence of the Route 66 experience made manifest. You find it in the way you're greeted and the attention of detail and, and the inviting grounds. It's like a park where travelers share their experiences after a day of adventure on the road. And uh, Cuba is worth more than just a cruise through town on Route 66. 
enjoy a dinner at Missouri Hick Barbecue next door to the Wagon Wheel or Rivera Maya or Frisco's Grill and Pub one block off Route 66 down on Main Street. And uh, don't forget to savor an old-fashioned breakfast at Shelley's with the locals. Take time to listen and to visit. Round out the day by taking in a movie at the drive-in theater north of town on Highway 19. A little closer to home for me, one of my favorites is uh, Prescott, Arizona. (coughs) Prescott no longer qualifies as a small town. In fact, it could easily qualify as a small city, and it's growing fast. But the historic heart of the former territorial capital, the feel is, it's it's definitely small town America. And even better, it's small town America with a Arizona Western Frontier touch without being hokey or touristy. On most every weekend of the year, there is a festival in the historic Courthouse Square. The city understands the importance of centralizing events and the surrounding blocks with historic hotels and saloons, including the oldest saloon in Arizona, restaurants and eclectic shops. They thrive because of this. So it's uh, another thing that sets the historic heart of Prescott apart from other communities. Uh, The historic business district in many communities faded in the 1950s and 1960s, and it's been reborn like the Phoenix. In Prescott, it never died. It's always been vibrant and busy. Uh, There's uh, three historic hotels downtown, all nice. The Hotel Vendome, the St. Michael's, and the Hacienda Inn, all dating from uh, 1900 to 1920. Uh, The Charlotte Hall Museum Complex is just a few blocks away from the downtown district. It's really, really an interesting place. A number of historic buildings have been moved to the site. And the crown jewel is the old territorial governor's home, a two-story log cabin dating back to the early uh, 1860s. I have a couple tips for you if you go to Prescott. Number one. Book a room at the Hotel St. Michael's on historic Whiskey Row just across from the courthouse. This hotel hasn't had a five-star review probably since at least 1920, but it's clean, it's well-maintained, and the vintage elevator is a real delight. Uh, Even better, it's located within walking distance of countless restaurants, saloons, and museums. And out back is a uh, multi-level parking facility free parking right directly behind the hotel kind of unusual in a a congested historic district and i have one more tip for you have dinner at the historic palace saloon a half block from the hotel now that short distance can come in handy if you if you trip stumble and roll back to your room after imbibing a bit much uh this saloon is the oldest uh continuously opened saloon in arizona he was a favorite hangout for the Earp brothers, Wyatt, Virgil, and uh, got a lot of history, and it's just really, really neat. My suggestion, the Beast Burger with a tall glass of local craft beer. But I got to tell you, the street tacos are also very, very good. Now, as I live in Kingman and share lots of photos and information from Kingman, I get lots of inquiries about, well, Kingman. The 50 cent answer to the questions is this. Kingman and the surrounding area are absolutely amazing. 12 miles from downtown Kingman, 
you can be in a pine forested oasis at Wallapai Mountain Park with Wallapai Mountain Lodge, miles of beautiful pine shaded uh, hiking trails. Uh, the the uh, Surbat Foothills Recreation Area goes through uh, Monolith Gardens, an area known as uh, Miniature Monument Valley. That's a mile and a half from downtown Kingman. Uh, there's award-winning microbreweries. There's wineries. There's a distillery with a 1918 rail car as a restaurant. There's a museum, a diverse array of festivals such as uh, Chillin' on Beale, held on the third Saturday of every month, April through October, uh, Saturday afternoons. And there's some great restaurants, Missouri Hick Barbecue, uh, Sirens, uh, El Palacio, Oysters. Oh, for great Mexican food, Oysters. Uh, and the town is almost dead center at 160 picturesque miles of Route 66. But uh, there is a caveat. Uh, Kingman hasn't quite uh, become a tourism mecca yet. Most everything downtown is closed on Sunday, and this includes the visitor center and the historic powerhouse with the uh, Route 66 Museum and Electric Vehicle Museum. And uh, the powerhouse has limited hours for the museums, last tour at four. Uh, and another little complaint I have is that festivals and events aren't always centralized in the beautiful parks at the powerhouse. Uh, right in front of the powerhouse is Locomotive Park with a 1920s Baldwin steam locomotive. And across the street is a, a little tree-shaded Metcalf Park. And th those are only uh, two blocks from, from the, the thriving part of downtown Kingman. And, uh, but I, so for some reason, they don't always centralize a lot of the events there. But that's my complaints. Otherwise, Kingman, great place. Uh, but to enjoy the best Kingman has to offer, do a bit of planning. You know, that'll ensure a fun and memorable visit. But I can I can really say that in many small rural towns. I don't want to wear out my welcome, but before I quit beating my gums, there's one more tip to share. If you do plan a road trip adventure, be sure to include lots of time on the two-lane highways. And look for some thriving small towns. But keep in mind that in small rural towns, services can be a bit limited. As an example, uh, a few years ago, we were staying in Shamrock, Texas at the wonderful Western Motel and uh, uh, Big Vern's uh, Steakhouse next door was closed. Unfortunately, I've learned because of COVID, they're permanently closed. And uh, the little grocery store, so we, my wife and I are pretty flexible when we travel. Uh, we always have a picnic basket. We went down to the store to get some stuff to make sandwiches and odds and ends. The little store downtown closed at uh, six o'clock. Just be prepared for those things and you'll have a great trip. Before I wrap things up this morning, I'll see if you have any questions and uh, I'll give a shout out to the uh, Roadrunner Lodge in Tucumcari, New Mexico and the uh, wonderful city of Tucumcari itself. And of course, the one and only Uranus Fudge Company and General Store where juvenile humor reigns supreme. Well, my friends, uh, if we don't have any travel-related questions, I will uh, bid you adios on this abbreviated program this morning. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow. We are going to have a great visit with Joy High, uh, Jody High of High's Roadside. I think you're going to really, really find some uh, road trip inspiration 
in this program. Uh, and with that said, well, via Candias me amigos. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America.